Shalom to all. Today's daf is Ervin daf Yud. We're starting two lines from the top, the last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Tzvi Moshe ben Davida. He should be zeched to find the Shedach Bakar of Mamish, and Hashem should bless him with Parnasa Beshefa and Kol Mili Demetov. Now we're starting out smack in the middle of a sugya. Yesterday's Gemara concluded with the following Cheshbin. We had quoted in Mishnah that if a small chater opens into a large chater, then one may carry in the large one, but not the small one, because the small one does not have a proper tikkun. This seemed to contradict the halacha from Reb Chia that near if there's a lechi visible from the outside of the mavoi, but not from the inside, it is kosher. Because here too, if you're standing in the large chatzor looking into the small one, there are small walls on the left and right. There are technically lechis that are seen from the outside of the small chatzor, but not the inside. So the Gemara compiled a few things together to provide us with an answer. First, there's a brysa that established that this small chatzor is 10 amas wide, and the large one is 11. We further quoted Rab Zera that the walls of the small chatzor actually actually jutted into the large chatzar, and then Ravina came along that the small one wasn't centered into the big one, and that there was actually two tvachim on one side and four tvachim on the other. Now, even though we could still technically apply Lovud to the two tefach wall, we further use the opinion of Rebbe that requires two lechis and not one. So that's why this mission of a small chatzar opening into a big one isn't Saiser the opinion of Reb because we hold like Rebbe, which requires two lechis and not one, and over here, even if we would use Lovud, we would only have one lechi and not two. And now the Gemara is going to ask, Hi Mai, is that really so? Yam if you're going to tell me that the way we're going to understand our Mishnah is near that if something's noticeable on the outside and not the inside, it's not a valid lechi. And Rebbe who requires us to have two lechis also holds like Rabbi Yaisi that says that each lechi needs to be a minimum of three tvachim. And we don't hold Rabzer and Ravina, meaning the small chatzar isn't jutting into the large chatzar unevenly. It's actually flush and even with the large chatzar. So then, Misham Hachi, we can understand that the Braiso writes, Kitana Ba'eser, that the small chatzar is 10 amas wide, and the large chatzar is 11 amas wide. Misham de Rebbe Savrlak Rabbi since Rebbe, again, requires us to have two. Lechis holds like Rabbi Yaisi that each lechi needs to be three tvachim. So here we have three tvachim because we have the small one opening into the large one with three tvachim on each side of the large one to serve as lechis. That way it's mutter to carry in the large one but not the small one. Because again, even though we have two lechis of three tvachim each, in this stage we don't hold of near Rechutz Veshavim is a kosher lechi. But then the Gemara continues, Eli Amrit, if you're going to say, like we had just suggested in the beginning of the Gemara, near Mevachutz Veshavim Mevifnim need on Mishum lechi, that if it's only noticeable on the outside, that's still considered a kosher and we hold Rabzeir and Ravina that the small chatzar is situated unevenly jutting into the large chatzar and you're going to tell me that Rebbe doesn't hold Rebbe Yaisi and each lechi does not need to be three tvachim wide so what do we gain by saying that the large chatzar is 11 amis wide if you want to tell me that the only way you're allowed to carry in the large chatzar is if it's 11 amis wide that's not true because it would be sufficient if the large chatzar was 10 amas and 2 tfachim, because then we have an extra tefach on each side, so we still have 2 lechis, and each one only needs to be a tefach, it doesn't need to be 3 tfachim. And vila miser asi, if you're trying to say that it's actually usher to carry in the small one, because the large one is a full ama larger, so lashminan demafalgi tuva, we should have said that it's much larger, we should have said it was 15 amas or 20 amas, but it's confusing by saying that the large chatzar is only 1 ama larger, that doesn't necessarily teach us a chiddush there. Elalav, the Gemara concludes, it must be that we learn from this Mishnah that if a lechi is only visible on the outside, that it's not a kosher lechi, as opposed to what Rabbi Chia had said. 
And now we continue with this. Amr Rabbi Yezir Rabbi says, I never heard this from Rav Huna. It was Rabbi by Rav Huna that had said that if it's near me b'chutz, v'shavim me b'fnim, that that's considered a good lechi. Rav Yezir saying, I never heard that from Rav Huna. And Amr Rabbi said, You yourself told us this. And you said it on the following. We have a lechi which continues along with the wall of the Mavoy. Meaning you're inside the Mavoy, you're starting to walk outside of the Mavoy, and continuing along the wall, jutting out into the Rishos there's a lechi sticking out. Now, if you were on the outside looking into the Mavoy, you would realize that it's not actually a continuation of the wall of the Mavoy, it's actually a lechi. Because let's say the wall of the Mavoy is three or four tefachim wide, and the lechi itself is only a tefach wide. And this is a classic case of near b'machutz m'shavim b'bifnim, as we're going to end up seeing soon. So, pachas midalad amas, if this lechi stretches out into the Rishos less than four amas, nidin mishum lechi, then it's considered a lechi, or mishtam mishim and you're allowed to carry inside the Mavoy up until the inner end edge of this lechi, but Dalad Amis, if it stretches Dalad Amis into the Rishos Rabbim, Nidin Mishom Mavoy, then it's just considered part of the Mavoy. And you're not allowed to carry an entire Mavoy unless you actually place a new lechi over there. And you told us on this, Rabbi Yosef, we can learn three things from here. We learn from here that you're not allowed to carry in the space covered by the lechi, because we had said that when this lechi is considered kosher, you're only allowed to carry up until the inner edge of it, and not the outer edge. We also learn from here, that the minimum size of a Mavoy is four amas. Therefore, if this lechi stretched a full four amas, so then we just consider it as part of the mavoi wall and not a lechi. Ushmamino, we also learn from here, near mebuchutz, v'sham mebifnim, neither mishum lechi. If it's noticeable on the outside, but not on the inside, that's considered a valid lechi. So we see that Rabbi Yosef himself had actually taught this halacha. V'hilchasa, and the halacha is, near mebuchutz, v'sham mebifnim, neither mishum lechi, it's actually a valid lechi. And now the Gemara asks, Tiyofta v'hilchasa, we had just had a Tiyofta right before in the first stage of our Gemara, and we disproved this concept from our Mishnah. The near b'chutz v'shavim b'fnim is not a valid lechi. So how could you say that it is? And that's what the halacha is. The Gemara says, "In it's not a problem." Mishum detani rabchia kavase. Since we have a brisa from rabchia, the near b'chutz v'shavim b'fnim is a valid lechi. So even though the mission is not like that, we can still pasquin like the brisa, which is rabchia. And now we're going to go back to our first mission of harach measer yimayit. If the entrance way into a mavoi is wider than ten amas, so we have to make it narrower. Amr abaye tana. We have a brisa of harach measer yimayit. You have to make it narrower. Rabbi Huda Imer and it's archamayit. There's no need to make it narrower. The Gemara says va'ad. How wide is the Mavu allowed to be according to Rabbi Yehuda? We say, Savrav Ache Kamed Rav Yosef Lameimar. Rav Ache wanted to say in front of Rav Yosef, Ashlosh Yisrei Ama Ushlesh. It's allowed to be up until thirteen and a third Amas. V'kavuchamer mi pasei birois, and we can learn this from pasei birois, which literally means the boards surrounding a well. Many Jews would be oily regel, and there were wells dug in the Rosh Hashanah to help provide water for everyone. But now there's an issue. A well is Rosh Hashanah and one standing in Rosh Hashanah is not allowed to draw water from it. So the Chachamim allowed L-shaped boards to be placed at a distance from each other, creating Rosh Hashanah around the well, allowing people to draw water from it on Shabbos. Now, Rabbi Huda allowed a maximum distance of 13 and one-third Amma to be in between these boards. So we're going to learn Mavoy from Pasei Birois. And now the Gemara continues, Uma Pasei Birois, just like these boards around the well. Sheitartaban parts Merubala Oymit, they were allowing more open space than standing wall, because over here, we only have these small corner boards, and we're allowing 13 and one-third Amma of space. That's way more parots than I made. We only allowed up until 13 and one-third Amma. So, that we are not allowed to have more parts than I made. We already know that you have to have more I made than parts in a Mavoy. So, in addition, for sure, we should not allow the opening to be wider than 13 Amas and a third. But now the Gemara says, this itself will show how this Kavachimer is not good because perhaps Pasi Birois itself, that we allow more 
parts in Aimed, so therefore, that's why you're not allowed to have more than 13 Amas and a third. But Mavi Shlai Tata by parts Mubala Aimed, a Mavi has to have more Aimed than parts. So Tata by Yasumi Yud Gimel Amas or Shlish, then perhaps the opening of the Mavi is allowed to be wider than 13 Amas and a third. Or in Ami, alternatively, so we can learn it the other way around. Pasi Birais, the Akilas Buhulchad Kula, that we already gave one Kula, that you're allowed to have more parts than Aimed, so Akabuhu Kula Chrine. That's why we have another Kula that it's allowed to be up until 13 and one third Amas. But Mavui, Klaw Klaloi, we don't have any sort of heter of parts Merubal Aimed by Mavui, therefore, perhaps the entranceway is not allowed to even be 13 and one third Amas, so we don't necessarily know how wide the entranceway is allowed to be according to Yehuda. And now we're continuing to talk about the wide entranceway, and we're going to try to find ways how to fix up an entranceway, which is wider than 10 Amas. Tani Levi, Mavishu Rachav Esrim Amma, a Mavi which is 20 Amas wide, what are we supposed to do? Knights Kanu Amtsa Isai, he could place a pole right in the middle of the entranceway, Vidayoi, and that's enough. Why is that? Because that splits the entranceway into two. We have two separate 10 Amma entranceways. The Gemara says, Hutani La, he taught this, Vuamarlan, he says about it, the Ein Halacha Ka'isa the Halacha is actually not like that, and we're going to see on Amad Bez why not. Ekadamri, some say it was Amr Shmuel Mishmei the Levi, Shmuel had said in the name of Levi, Ein Halacha Ka'isa the Halacha is not like that. So the Gemara says, Hey, so what are we supposed to do if we have a very wide Mavi entranceway? Amr Shmuel Mishmei Levi, he says the name of Levi. You know, I'm based on the top. He makes a board which is 10 Tfachim tall. Again, that's the minimum size of a Mechitza. It has to be a minimum of 4 Amas long. And he places it across the length of the Mavi, meaning he places it right in the beginning of the entranceway, going 4 Amas deep into the Mavi. By doing so, he's effectively divided this 20 Amas Mavi into two separate 10 Amma Mavois, and therefore it's Kasher. Or Inami alternatively says the Gemara, Rabbi Huda, let's go like Rabbi Huda. To Amr Rabbi Huda, he says, We have a Mavi which is 15 Amas wide. He should distance two Amas away from the wall, and then make a board of three Amas. And now we're opening up the Sugya of Parots Merubal Aimed more open space than standing wall. Now specifically here, we need to close a gap of 5 Amas. Since the width of the Mavo is 15 Amas, and the maximum width allowed is 10, so Rabbi Huda here is saying to leave a 2 Amas space next to the wall, and then place a 3 Amma board. And here we have a 5 Amma gap, which is considered Oymid Merubah parts because 3 of it has a wall, and only 2 of it is airspace. And there you go, we've closed off a 5 Amma gap, and now we have a 10 Amma entranceway into this Mavoi. But now the Gemara asks, Mamai, why did Rabbi Huda suggest to do it this way, to have a gap of two and then a board of three. So why doesn't he just make a board of one and a half and then have a gap of two and make another one and a half ama board? And from the fact that he didn't suggest that, must be that we can learn from here. If we have to combine two separate directions of standing wall in order to be greater than the broken open wall, so then that's not considered Ibn Rubala parts. And in this suggestion, we only have one and a half Amas of wall on one side, and then a two Amma gap. So in order to overcome that two Amma gap, we have to combine the other one and a half Amma wall on the other side, and if we're going to have to do that, that's not considered Ibn Rubala parts. The Gemara says, no, that's not a raya. Perhaps I'll tell you, have Ibn. It's still considered Ibn, even though I have to combine two separate standing walls to overcome this open space in the middle. But Vashani Hacha, the reason why we can't use this one and a half ama wall two gap, and the one and a half on wall is the asya vira the haigisa, the airspace from this side comes, avira the haigisa, and then the airspace on the other side comes, umavatale, and that's mavatale in the middle. Because remember, what did we suggest? We have one and a half on wall, and then a two ama gap of airspace, and then another ama and a half wall. Now what's on the other side of the second ama and a half wall? That's 
10 amas of airspace. So now sandwiching the second one and a half amma wall is two amas of airspace on one side and 10 amas of airspace on the other side. So that ke'ilu swallows up this smaller board of one and a half amas. And that's why it's not going to be considered a kasher mechitza. And therefore, we're not going to be able to say, I'm going to all the parts over here. So now we continue asking, why didn't Rabbi Huda suggest the following? Vyasapas amma, why doesn't he just make a board of an amma, vyarchik amma, and then have a space of an amma, vyasapas amma, then another board of an amma, vyarchik amma, and then another space of an amma, vyasapas amma, and then make a third board of an amma, and then we have over here three boards that are one ammas, and then two spaces that are one ammas. So the Gemara says, Shmamina, it must be that we learn from here, from the fact that Rabbi Huda didn't suggest that. Oymid kipparitz, if the standing wall is even to the mount of the open space, because we have one amma standing wall and one open of space, usher, that's still considered usher, and we cannot apply Oymid merubala parts in that case. So the Gemara says, no, mutter. Perhaps I'll tell you it's still mutter, and that would be considered Oymid merubala parts. Vashani hacha, but over here it's still different. Dasavir we could still say this logic that we just said before that the airspace on both sides of one of the boards is going to end up swallowing it up because we have 10 amas of airspace on one side and we have one amma of airspace on the other side and since that airspace is even to the board which is right next to it it's still considered like it swallows up that board and then we don't have any aimit over here so the Gemara says okay fine so why don't Rabbi Huda suggest the following case V'yarchik amma distance one amma away from the wall V'yasapas amma umechta and then make a board that's an amma and a half V'yarchik amma then distance another amma V'yasapas amma umechta and then make another am and a half board. And over here, we don't have any of the previously mentioned issues. The Gemara says, Enechanami, you're 100% right. We could have done it like that also. But the Kuli Hai, Loyachuchur Abanon, the Rabbanon did not want to trouble him to do that. And therefore, they said a very simple solution simply distance two amas away from the wall and then build a three amma wall. And here we have Ayman Merubala parts. But now the Gemara asks, Perhaps a person is not going to walk into the Mavui through this large opening, and he's going to go into the small opening. Now, why would this be a problem? Because we know that Alechi Rakaira only works for a Mavui for the entranceway of the Mavoy, where people go in and out of the Mavoy to show that there's a differentiation between the inside and the outside of this Mavoy. However, if people are not even going to walk in through the main entrance that has the Lechir or Kaira, and they're going to walk in through the side entrance, then the Lechir or Kaira is completely meaningless, and we haven't gained ourselves anything. And we're afraid over here, the Gemara is saying, that a person's going to walk in through this small two-ama gap on the side of the entrance, and then we have completely been mavatal our Lechir or Kaira. So the Gemara answers, a person is not going to leave a large opening and walk in through the small opening. You know, sometimes you walk into a big office building and you have those huge sliding glass doors and then off to the side, there's like that little door you could technically push open and go through. No one's going to walk through that door. You're going to walk through the main sliding glass doors. So that's the same thing with the Mavoy. The Gemara asks, really? Why is that different than Rav Ami and Rav Asi, which we learned a number of Dafago? They had said, if there's a break in the side wall of a Mavoy, even if it's a little bit larger than three Tfachim, that's going to be Mavatal or Kaira or Lechi, and we're going to have to fix that gap. Why? Because people are going to walk through that. Well, why is that different? We just said a person is not going to walk through a small opening if he has a large opening. So the more answer is not a problem. Over there, since the gap is in the sidewall of the Mavoy, so a person is actually gaining himself time. He's able to use this little opening as a shortcut, and then that's going to be Mavatal, the main entrance, and he's not going to bother walking around to go into the main entrance. But over here, both entrances are in the main opening to the Mavoy, so he's not gaining himself anything by going into the small one, he's only going to walk into the big one and we don't have any issues. And now we're going to have a similar Gemara of Ayman Rubala parts. Tanan Hasam, we have a mission over there. Arha Asla, the leather covering a stool, Vichalal Shaloi, and it's open space, Mitzdarfin Betafach, they're going to add up to be a Tafach, and the Gemara says, My Arha Asla, what does it mean, the leather of a stool? Amir Rabbi Rechana, Amir Rabbi 
Our Kisui Shalbeis HaKisei, this is the leather cover of a toilet seat. What's going on over here? In modern Hebrew, a toilet is actually called an asla. So this leather toilet seat cover, even though it has a hole in the middle, can actually be considered a piece of material that's one by one tefach. Now why is this relevant? Because we know that if a piece of a maze has an oil over it, so tumma will be transmitted to everything under that oil. The minimum size of an oil is one tefach by one tefach. So this toilet seat cover can actually be considered an oil on maze, even though there's a hole in the middle of the toilet seat cover, nonetheless, we still can combine it to be one tefach by one tefach by using the principle of Aymed Brubala parts. And now the Gemara says, Vakama, how do we apportion the space over here to be able to have a one tefach by one tefach, even though we're going to have a hole in the middle? Say, Yasser of Dimi, when Rav Dimi came, Amr, he said, It's by Mikan, that's by Mikan, that's by Revach, Emsa. We have two finger breaths of leather on one side, two finger breaths of leather on the other side, and two open finger breaths in the middle. And that still is considered one tefach by one tefach, even though we have that space in the middle. Kyoso Ravin, when Ravin came, Amr, he said, Etzbo Mechzamikan, Ve'etzbo Mechzamikan, one and a half fingers on one side, one and a half fingers on the other side, Ve'etzbo Revach Be'emza, and one finger breath in the middle. And Amr, Abayi Le'er of Dimi, Abayi Asr of Dimi, Mi Plegisu, do you argue with Ravin or not? Amr, Le'er of Dimi said, Loi, we're not arguing. Habra Ravasa, one is the measurement of a large finger, Hub is a drasa, one is the measurement of a small finger, Ve'le Pelegin, we didn't argue. There's two ways to measure tefach, with large fingers, which means the width of a thumb, and one is with small fingers, which is the width of a regular finger, and therefore there's no machlekes. Amr, Le'er Abayi told him, La'aye, in truth, Piligisu, you really do argue. Oba Ayman Rubal aparts, Mishte Ruchas Piligisu. And you argue whether or not you're able to apply Ayman Rubal aparts when you have to combine two sides of Aymed in order to overcome the parrots. Lidid according to Rav Dimi, Hava Aymed, that is considered Aymed Merubal aparts. But Ravin, according to Ravin, Miruach Achas Hava Aymed, it's only considered Aymed Merubal aparts if one side of Aymed is more than the parrots. But Mishte Ruchas, if you need to combine two sides, Loi Hava Aymed, it's not considered Aymed. And that's why Ravin said that each side of leather strip has to be a finger and a half wide, and the airspace is only allowed to be a finger wide, because we have to have more Aymed on one side than the parrots is. And if I continue telling Rav Dimi, if you're going to tell me that you don't argue, and you're really just discussing different fingers, so then Ravin should have said the following, you have a strip of leather that's a finger breadth and a third, and another strip of leather that's a finger breadth and a third, and you have another finger breadth and a third in the middle of open space, so everything's going to be even. You said it's two, two, and two, and he should have said, then it's one third, one third, one third. And from the fact that you didn't do that, says Abai, it must be that you argue. So now, Rav Dimi responds to Abai, Velmai Pligginon, you want to say that I actually argue with Ravin? So then I should have said the following, one and two thirds finger on one side, one and two thirds finger on the other side, and two fingers and two thirds in the middle. And if I would have said it that way, says Rav Dimi to Abai, then I really would have brought out my point that even though you have more parrots than Aymed on one side of the Aymed, as long as I have more Aymed than parrots, if I combine both sides of the Aymed, it's still going to be kosher. I should have said it like that. And if I didn't say it like that, it must be that we're not arguing and we're actually agreeing. But now the Gemara concludes, Eliyakel Mamer, the Palginon, if you're going to say that we argue, the parrots ke Aymed Palginon. We argue in the case where the parrots is equal to the Aymed. And that's why Rav Dimi had said two, two, and two, and that's still considered Kasher, that's Aymed Merubal aparts. However, Ravan argued with that, and he says that one side of the Aymed has to be greater than the one side of Parats. But Rav Dimi himself would not say that if one side of the Aymed is less than the Parats, that we are going to say Aymed Merubal aparts. In that case, we're not going to say Aymed Merubal aparts, even though that the combined Aymed is greater than the Parats. Nonetheless, we still have to have at least one side of the Aymed equal to the Parats. Everyone should have a wonderful day.